Welcome to Catholic Moms in the Middle, a podcast for midlife moms who want to make the next season of life their best one yet. I am your host, Jenny Gwynn. You might find yourself transitioning into a new phase of life as your children become more independent or leave the nest. Mama, I am here to tell you that your life isn't over. You simply have new opportunities ahead of you. After years of pouring your heart and soul into raising your family, it is your turn to reconnect with yourself. In this podcast, we will talk about the joys and challenges of midlife. You will be inspired to rediscover your God-given purpose or to dust off old dreams and make them a reality. You'll learn how to navigate relationships with your adult children, to reconnect in your marriage, or focus on your health by being more active or finally losing the weight you've struggled with for years. Whatever this next season of life brings, this podcast will equip and encourage you to be happy, healthy, and holy. Hey friend, welcome to Catholic Moms in the Middle. I am so excited about what I'm going to share with you today. In fact, it is a lesson I learned at the beginning of the summer, and I have been applying it in my life in different ways. It has truly been life-changing, so I cannot wait to share that with you. A fun fact about me is that I love to read. I love to study. When I was in school and went to college and went back and got my master's degree, I loved learning and studying And that's probably why I became a teacher. I love to learn new lessons, new concepts that I can apply to my life that help me um, be a stronger person, a better person, things that strengthen my relationships, and of course, things that help me grow deeper in my faith. I am an avid reader. I listen to podcasts. I watch YouTube videos. So I'm a little bit of a junkie as I try to learn new concepts. Part of that is so I can come and share things with you, the things that I've applied to my life or I've learned. I always like to teach them through the lens of faith and scripture so that they can also help you to live a happy, healthy, and holy life. A lesson that I learned at the beginning of the summer is called The Let Them Theory. And it's from a Mel Robbins podcast. If you don't know who Mel Robbins is, I highly urge you to Google her, to listen to some of her other podcasts. She's on social media. She's authored quite a few books. Um, She's on YouTube. But she always teaches powerful lessons. And this Let Them Theory was powerful. It was one of those lessons that, you know, in a roundabout way, I had probably heard about it before or heard it presented in a different manner. But the way that she presented it was so profound. So I want to share it with you today. I want to share it with you today and show you how it's been impactful in my life and how you can apply it to yours. So basically, The let them theory is for three reasons. The first is for situations in your life that are completely out of your control. When you're honest with yourself and take a step back and you look at situations that you are trying to control, you're trying to manipulate, when you're honest and tell yourself, this is truly out of my control, 
That's where the let them theory is helpful. The second is when you find yourself trying to micromanage others. And hey, as midlife moms, we've all gone into that micromanage mode before, whether it's with our spouse, with our children, at work. There's been some situation where that micromanage mode has kicked in and you and I have tried to control situations or control people or outcomes. So the let them theory is very powerful in that sense. The third is the let theory is very helpful when you are trying to control others, when you're trying to control other people or situations to help you manage your feelings. When you're having a hard time processing your feelings, sometimes it's easier to kick in and try to control situations or other people because it makes you feel better. So what is the let them theory? It's really very simple. Whenever someone is not behaving in the way that you want them to, you just let them be. When a situation is not turning out the way you want it to, you just let it be. Now, we're going to talk about there are some situations when you have to step up, when you have to use your voice, when you have to try to help others make a different choice. But it's very different than trying to control others. Okay, let me give you some examples of how I've used the Lethem theory just recently and ways that the Lethem theory has brought me freedom and has allowed me to release stress. A couple of weeks ago, I was flying in from New York and there were storms that had moved through Nashville. So we were delayed leaving New York. When we arrived in Nashville and walked off the plane, the airport was total chaos. I've never seen the airport as chaotic as it was. There were people everywhere. The chairs were full. People were sitting on the floors. They were leaning against the walls. And not just in the gate areas, but by the restaurants, by the bathrooms. It was obvious that lots of airlines had had delays or cancellations, and people were scrambling to figure out what to do next. But the issue was that as we were walking off of the plane, the group of people who were going to board after us were almost pushing in on us. They weren't giving us room to get out of their way and to get to the luggage carousel. We were almost stuck, and so we had to force our way through them. My thoughts immediately were, they shouldn't be doing this. They should be out of our way. They should be lined up in an orderly fashion. Where are the airline representatives? They should take control. They should move people back. And all of a sudden, the words, let them, came to mind. Let them do what they're doing. Let them. I just kept thinking, let them, let them, let them. Here's the truth. This situation was completely out of my control. I could not make hundreds of people step back and get in line. 
And I started to think about, I don't know how long they've been delayed. I don't know what problems that delay has caused. Maybe they've missed a connecting flight. Maybe they've missed an opportunity with a family member. I don't know. So let them. And when I started to think that, I became calm. All of that anxiety and wanting to take control and even feeling angry at people, it just went away. Another concept that's very similar, and it's something that we throw around a lot, is when we say, let go and let God, right? Sometimes we say it in a way that you are exasperated, like I'm done, I don't know what else to do, let go and let God. When you say that, you're acknowledging God to direct the paths. Maybe it's something you're encountering, or maybe it's a path that someone else is on. Let go, let God. You are also surrendering to God's will. We often think that we know best, and so we try to conform God's will to our will, but when you let go and let God, you are surrendering to God's will with the trust that He's going to guide you in the direction that you need to go, with the trust that He is not going to forsake you or to leave you. A little twist on the Lethem theory I learned years ago from my friend Renee. We were talking one day after school, and I was probably complaining about my husband or something my kids had done, and she looked at me and said, bless them, change me. She said, when someone irritates you or annoys you or you don't agree with what they're doing, simply say, bless them, change me. What you're doing is you're taking the focus off of your behavior and trying to control them and turning it to focus on them and wanting the best for them. Now, ever since she taught me that, I do have to say, sometimes I say it out of the goodness of my heart, truly wanting the best for that person, but sometimes it doesn't come out quite that way. When that person is really irritating me or I want them to be doing something different, I might find myself saying it with a little hint of animosity. You get the picture. You can either use the let them theory or bless them, change me. When you encounter situations that are out of your control, when you find yourself wanting to micromanage, or you find yourself wanting to change the person or the situation because you aren't ready to deal with how you feel. I was thinking about how often in the Bible Jesus thinks, let them. Let them. Here are some examples. The Pharisees. How many times did their behavior probably make Jesus cringe? How many times did he want to manipulate them or force them to do something different because he knew their lives could be better? But instead of trying to force them or manipulate them, Jesus challenged them through his words, through his parables, and through his teachings. He always showed them a better way. He always pointed in a direction that was better than what they had at the moment. And the interesting thing about Jesus is he never forced himself on them. 
He led by example. He used his words to try to encourage them and to teach them. And basically, when they were spiraling out of control, when they were acting in ways that weren't very Christian, he let them. The second way was when Jesus encountered the woman at the well. He didn't try to force her to drink the living water. He didn't try to force her to change her life. He just let her, right? And he did that by revealing his knowledge of her past. He showed her that even though she had had a rocky past that was full of sin, shame, and mistakes, that it was okay. He was going to show her a different way. He offered her something better than what she was experiencing in her daily life. And again, he didn't force her. He didn't try to manipulate her. He just let her be and tried to let her make the best choice on her own. In this situation, the woman at the well, she does make the better choice. She understands Jesus's teaching and she's open to receiving that living water. The Pharisees pretty much stayed the same. They were closed off and weren't open to seeing something different. Another example of Jesus using the Lethem theory was in his relationship with Peter. We know that Jesus predicted and told Peter that he would deny him three times. And Jesus knew it was going to happen. He knew it was part of his walk to Calvary. He knew that that had to happen for Peter to be strengthened and to step up and spread the gospel once Jesus was gone. Now, in that situation, Jesus could have tried to manipulate Peter. He could have guilted him. He could have tried to force him not to leave his side. But Jesus stood back and let Peter make those mistakes, knowing that's what was going to strengthen him in the end. Okay, so what does life feel like when you're not using the Lethem theory or when your response to people when they irritate you is not bless them, change me? It feels like you're rowing upstream. A couple of years ago, we went down to the Duck River and went kayaking with the boys and a group of friends. Gary and I were in our own canoe and the boys had their own kayaks. So you know, like boys are, they were back and forth on the river. At one point, our middle son got tangled up and couldn't get his kayak. He flipped it over and and he needed our help. So Gary and I had to turn around and paddle upstream, which is really hard. And it's so much easier to just go with the current, right? To just flow with the way things are going. We found ourselves having to row upstream to get to him so that we could help him get back in his kayak and get back on the river. And so when you are not using the let them theory, when you're trying to micromanage, when you're trying to control situations that are totally out of your control, it will feel like paddling up a stream. 
When that happens, it is easy to feel anxiety. It's easy to feel overwhelmed and to be exhausted. And a lot of times this can happen when you see things that are going wrong around you and that alarm inside your head is saying, something's wrong, I need to fix it. Because you know what, that's what moms do, right? We step up and we fix things. As parents, we tend to want to fix things for our children instead of letting them fail, instead of letting them learn tough life lessons. Like I have shared with you in past shows, I can sometimes be a helicopter mom where I swoop in and try to micromanage what my children are doing. I try to fix things for them without giving them the room and the space to learn important life lessons. A few more ways that you will recognize when the let them theory or the bless them change me theory might be helpful is if you feel resentment. If you feel resentment towards someone else in certain situations, ask yourself, is this a situation where you could step back and say, bless them, change me? Is it a situation that, in all honesty, you don't have control over or where you're trying to micromanage someone else? When you are trying to micromanage or trying to control situations, you're often trying to problem solve. You're going into the future and trying to determine what might happen so that you can solve problems before they even happen. When that occurs, you are stepping out of the present moment into the future. You are missing living in the present moment. You are looking towards tomorrow instead of living in today. So when you find yourself future focused, when you're full of fear and worry about tomorrow or what might happen, ask yourself, Could you use the Lethem Theory? Another indicator that you might want to try the Lethem Theory is if you find yourself saying the word should all the time. When you say they should do this or they should do that. For example, when I shared coming off the plane that day and my thoughts were they should back up, they should be in a line, the airline workers should have this under control, people shouldn't be blocking the door. That was a signal to myself that I was trying to control a situation. And when I took that step back and those words let them came to mind, Like I said, it released all of the frustration, all of the anger. So when you find yourself saying should and directing it towards other people's actions or how a circumstance or situation should turn out, ask yourself, do you really have control or can you step back and just say, let them? Okay, the let them theory can bring lots of peace in your life, it can relieve tensions and relationships. But I want to share with you three different areas where the Lethem theory does not work. There are certain situations, there are certain actions that people you may take that you do have to step in. You do have to step in and try to help them from making certain decisions or try to change the direction that the situation is headed. The first one is if 
people are demonstrating dangerous behavior. Maybe if somebody's trying to get behind the wheel of a car after they've been drinking, or if you see someone bullying or discriminating against someone else, if someone is exhibiting dangerous behavior to themselves, to others, or threatening to do something that could harm other people, you do have to step in. The second is You're not just going to let them walk all over you. You have to stand up for yourself. You have to be an advocate for yourself. You have to set boundaries and then stand up for yourself. Third is moral behavior. If you see people who are living their life in a way that conflicts with what we believe as Christians and as Catholics, it is our responsibility to encourage them, to teach them what we know, to share the gospel with them like Jesus did, to offer them something different. That letting people just live their life because it's what makes them feel good That is not always an area to let them, especially when it comes to their morals and virtues. And ultimately, our job is to help people get to heaven. So if they're living in a way that is not leading them towards heaven, it is our job as Christians to walk alongside of them and show them that there's a different way. Okay, those are three important reasons why you would not use the Lethem theory. But just to remind you, when you would use the Lethem theory, it's for situations that are out of your control, situations that you really have no control over. Like the day that I walked off the airplane and the airport was chaotic. I had no control of the people pushing in towards me or how the gate agents were handling the situation. That was a great opportunity to just let people be, to let them act the way they were acting. And I could focus on getting to the luggage carousel, getting my luggage, and finding my husband and arriving flights. When I focused on that, I let go of anger, I let go of frustration, I let go of resentment, and that was much more peaceful than carrying all of that with me. Remember, the other reason you want to use the Lethem theory is if you find yourself trying to micromanage others, when you are having thoughts like they should do this or they should do that, when you swoop in and try to take over and control the outcome, that's an opportunity to step back and ask yourself, is this an opportunity where I can just let them? Is this an opportunity to step back and let them take control instead of me forcing it or using all of my energy? Like I said before, when you find yourself trying to control situations, you're going to feel exhausted, overwhelmed, resentful, frustration. So anytime you experience those emotions, when those feelings come up, ask yourself, Am I micromanaging? Am I trying to control a situation that is honestly out of my control? I want to encourage you as you start using the let them theory or bless them change me that you are patient with yourself. It takes practice 
to do this. If you have years of taking control of micromanaging, then it's going to take some time to unwind that. You're going to have to be aware of when you go into that mode and take charge, micromanage, and try to force people to do what you want them to do. It's going to take time to recognize it. Then it's going to take practice to step back and to have the courage to let them or to say, bless them, change me, and to just let things happen however they fall out. That's going to take some practice. So be patient with yourself. When you have an awareness of maybe how you should have handled the situation differently, learn from it. But also recognize when you do step back and use the let them theory, how it feels, how it gives you a sense of peace and freedom. I hope this lesson helps you as much as it has helped me. Those two little words, let them, have had a huge impact on my life. In fact, I find myself using them in all different situations. At home, when I'm out with friends, different settings, when I find that control tendency coming up or thinking things should be different or they should say something different, those two words have brought me, like I said, so much joy and peace. It's helped me connect with others and it's just allowed me to take a step back and if you will, smell the roses and live in the present moment. All right, friends, let's pray. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord, we thank you for giving us free will. We thank you for letting us choose our words and our actions. Lord, we are sorry for those times we've reacted, we've been impulsive, where we've tried to control others or we've tried to force our will on others. Lord, we ask that you give us the strength, the courage, and the knowledge to step back, to trust you. Lord, we ask that you truly bless them and change us, that you change our hearts, you change our minds so that we can be your light in the world. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. All right, friends, stay happy, healthy, and holy, and I will see you next week. God bless. For more information on Catholic Moms in the Middle, or to set up your complimentary Moms in the Middle mentoring session, go to catholicmomsinthemiddle.com. Or find me on Facebook at Catholic Moms in the Middle for even more encouragement and support as you embrace this next season of life. The music for this podcast was written by Sean Williams, Catholic composer and musician. You'll find more of Sean's original music at musicbyseanwilliams.com. That is musicbyseanwilliams.com.